Hello and welcome to Quiz Time India. This week on the show we have BV Harish Kumar with us. Hodan by Premchand. Pele, the Brazilian footballer in the Chicago Tribune in 1890. So he was considered for Han Solo in Star Wars. So for Akbar, this particular dish was an extension because Queen Victoria gave it to So buckle your seat belts and put on your thinking caps. The show is about to begin. Hello and welcome to Quiz Time India, India's first quizzing podcast. My name is Aditya and I'm your host and quiz master. Did you know in 2009 a chimpanzee called Raven became the 22nd most successful stock trader on the Wall Street? Did you know Mexican singer Sergio Vega in 2010 publicly denied a news report that he had been murdered? One hour later, he was actually murdered. If you enjoy such interesting yet bizarre trivia, you have come to the right place. Quiz Time India, the podcast. Each episode, we have a special guest join me on the show to trade trivia with. But before we move to this week's episode. There is a tiny matter of the previous week's audience question. Last week on the show we had Kunal Mandal and this was his question. Matthew Ricard is a French academician and Buddhist monk. He claims to have meditated for more than 10,000 hours. In 2006 he published a book titled A Guide to Developing Life's Most Important Skill. In early 2000s he also volunteered for study by neuroscientists from the University of Wisconsin. Researchers hooked up Rickard's head to 256 sensors and found that when Rickard was meditating on compassion his mind was unusually light. The result caused the media to dub Matthew Rickard as the world's dash man. Fill in the blank with a superlative word. that's my audience question for all of you and the correct answer to the question was matthew ricard is called the happiest man on earth and there were quite a few folks who gave the correct answers but since we pick up only one correct answer giver this week's winner is shivendra singh thank you shivendra for participating if you too just like shivendra would like to participate in the audience question All you have to do is wait for the audience question which comes at the end of each episode. You can hear the question and then send in your answers to @quiztimeindia on Facebook and Instagram. And now to this week's episode. This week's guest is BV Harish Kumar. He is the co-founder of Choose to Think where he helps teams and individuals uplevel for future reference. Where one of their products is Simple Interest. which is a quizzing league which provides daily trivia fix for the curious cats and for the lapsed quizzers you can find him at @bvhk on twitter and without any further ado let's move to this week's episode once more welcome to quiz time india hello harish welcome to quiz time india i can't tell you how happy this makes me because uh, you are one of the people who has been at the receiving end of a different experiments at quiz podcast and in fact the podcast that we are doing right now 
it's idea came from a conversation with you i am extremely happy that you are finally here on the podcast thanks thanks aditya like i had uh, mentioned the first time when we did this uh, you have been you had been threatening to do this for a long time uh, it was good that you finally you know took the plunge and started this it was a long time coming <laughs> yes absolutely i'll just uh, reiterate the plan for this episode especially for those who have just joined us for the first time those listeners The idea is quite simple Harish uh, what we'll be doing is we both have a set of questions with us ready questions uh, from all different topics under the sun and what we'll be doing is we'll be taking turns asking each other these questions and if and when either of us requires hints we can give those hints you know nods the other person in towards the right answer there are no points there are no negatives there is no competition the only objective of this entire exercise is that by the end of it we both get to learn something new and along with us we give our audience some food for thought does that make sense yeah all right so as is the tradition i'll be bowling the first ball so you can take the okay. strike and the first question that i have for you is from the world of sports okay now pele the brazilian footballer also known as the black pearl in the 60s His shoes were sponsored by a very small English shoe company called Stylo. S T Y L O. Okay. And actually there was something called as the Pele Pact which was sort of an understanding an unofficial understanding between two companies Adidas and Puma. Adidas and Puma both the companies knew that if they attempted to sign Pele it would lead to a crazy bidding war and end up hurting both the companies financially. So it was sort of a ceasefire between Adidas and Puma. Both the companies said, "You know what? Let's not sign Pele. We'll end up losing more than what we'll end up by gaining from all the attention that Pele would get us." Hence, Pele stuck with Stylo through the 60s and through the late 60s. Then things changed. Puma, of course, they had decided they'll not go after Pele, but Puma, of course, went for the other members in the Brazilian team. So Puma had a representative called Hans Hensingsen who was Puma's point of contact with the Brazilian team and he got a whole lot of Brazilian players contracts with Puma and over time he became friends with Pele and at one of these meetings Pele brought up the question that why is everyone else getting an offer from Puma and whereas I one of the best players to ever play the game is not getting an offer that's when this entire story about the Pele pack was revealed so Pele and Puma what they did was Pele said you know what I am interested if you guys make me an offer I'll be more than happy to take it up so Hans spoke to his bosses at Puma an agreement was reached to sign Pele for $120,000 and a percentage cut for all the sneakers sold under Pele's name but Puma did not announce or reveal this right away instead what they wanted to do was they wanted to wait for the right moment and the right moment came in 1970 the world cup was on and this was the first world cup to be ever telecasted on color tv brazil was in the finals that meant millions of people would be watching pele during the match now here comes the question harish Can you tell me how did Puma make Pele announce this partnership? So long story short is Adidas and Puma had decided not to approach Pele but then Puma ended up doing so they signed a big deal which was worth a whole lot of money but they just didn't go announce it on TV or make a big billboard 
No, they waited for the moment which came during the 1970 World Cup final when millions of people were watching Pele. How did they announce it? Okay. Um I'm just going to guess here. Uh, I have a mm-hmm. feeling I've read this but I can't uh, you know exactly remember how this uh, happened. uh but did mm-hmm. they do something like he walked in with sh- some other pair of shoes and then stopped and in between the match he actually went and changed uh where and you know the cameras would have been you know p- focused on pele and what he is doing because he stopped the match or you know just before the start of the match so uh, they didn't really have to do an uh, ad break uh but the entire mm-hmm. you know audience's attention was on pele and what he was doing did they do something like that yes you are uh, in the ballpark i think you even gave out the answers the keywords which i was looking for in the answer all of them were there maybe you could uh, give another shot maybe refine the answer a bit but you are in the ballpark so was this uh, I, I, i'm guessing he was the captain as well so was this just before the start of the Uh, you know when they exchange those flags and uh, you know shake hands was the, was it then that he actually stopped and wore his shoes changed his shoes well i'll give it to you since you are pretty much uh, correct so it was at the beginning of the match so as the match was about to go underway and the referee was about to blow his whistle pele who was standing on top of the ball asked the referee to wait a second because pele wanted to tie his laces So okay. in front of the whole world watching Pele took a minute to tie his laces and of course as I said color TV 1970s first time Pele is about to start the finals and he's tying his laces and what does the shoe say Puma and that was what it was so well done you were correct it was exactly what he did he just changed his shoes or uh, he just did his laces you're on the right track well done yeah thank you that was a nice uh, nice question uh, nice back story as well I was quite shocked actually to know, you know, this is where it came down to. I mean, if Brazil wouldn't have made to the finals or for that <laughs> matter if Pele was injured, they would have missed out on such a huge opportunity, but it went according to plan. Also Pele's yeah. real name I was looking up, it's Edson Arantes do Nascimento. Now Harish, it is your turn to ask the question and I'll try yes. my best to replicate your performance. All right. So the next question that I have is um so an early account of this uh, particular thing that we are talking mm-hmm. about appeared in the Chicago Tribune in 1890 mm-hmm. 90 mm-hmm. under the byline uh, Fred S Elmore E L L M O R E that was the name given uh, as the author mm-hmm. So the story gained worldwide notoriety and uh, numerous similar accounts appeared over the years mm-hmm. but no one could ever come up with a convincing eyewitness account or photographs etc mm. so when peter lemont was researching this he found that there was actually a retraction in chicago tribune 4 months later mm. and that it was a hoax if you notice the name it actually says fred selmore okay. right fred s elmore yeah. which is fred selmore okay right? So but nobody noticed the retraction everyone you know only read about uh, the original article mm-hmm. which was a hoax and uh, you know numerous similar accounts like sort of mushroomed in other newspapers and other publications saying yeah you know i have also seen this mm-hmm. and uh, you know this is what you know this is how it is done and and all of that 
So what was the article about? And this is a you know all the all my questions are related to India. Hmm. Okay. Uh, could you tell me more about the initial article that Fred F. Elmore wrote? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it was in 1890. Uh, you know the timeline uh, might be uh, of help uh, to you. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something which is, you know, quintessentially Indian. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever uh, it was, you know, the the article was about uh, is something which is very closely related to India mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. a country. And uh, you know, back in those days, India was also, you know, the land of mystery and exoticism exotic uh, things rather yes yes yeah 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 so this fit in very nicely with uh, you know so the, that's why nobody uh, sort of questioned the article mm-hmm. because uh, it seemed like a very you know natural uh, thing to be reported about later a lot of these other uh, you know articles also mushroomed and they said, yeah, yeah, this is what we have also seen and this is how it is done and, and all of this. Okay, I think I uh, got this. There was a lot of, you know, nuggets of information to play with. And uh, especially the fact that you said India, I think that gave it kind of away. I'm assuming, mm-hmm. I'm guessing that this is the fabled uh, magic trick, the rope trick. Uh, what was it? The snake rope? No. Some th- something on those lines was I yes. forgot about it. Perfect. It is a great Indian rope, rope trick. trick. Yeah. Yes, yes. And perfect. where was this publication? Perfect. This is the great where? Indian rope trick. This was Chicago Tribune in 1890. That's when um, you know the first uh, recorded account wow. actually appeared, and it was supposed to be a hoax. You know, Fred Selmore. Yeah. Uh, that was the author of the byline. And uh, you know, as expected, uh, other people just you know sort of went with it uh, took off on on that and said yeah yeah this is how it is done and i have also seen this uh, <laughs> this person does this and all of that <laughs> wow. and perpetuated a myth which i think still goes on if you look into internet yeah. comments every once yes. in a while you'll see this nick yeah, phrase yeah. popping up after one 40 years yeah. of a hoax yes yes yeah, yeah. So fake news has been around for oh, a long time. <laughs> Just a quick message before we move on to the next question. If you are enjoying this conversation with Harish, remember you can now donate and support the podcast. Yes, the podcast takes a lot of work in researching, scripting, recording, editing, producing, mixing, distributing and even promoting. So, if you're enjoying this conversation, then do consider supporting the show. You can go to instamojo.com slash at the rate studio 41. instamojo.com slash studio 41. Or you can even try PayPal www.paypal.me slash studio 41 pod. paypal.me slash studio 41 pod. That's all the info that I had to give. Now back to the show. Alright, so next question Harish is... Okay, there's not much to play here with. I will agree, I'll give you that. But it's quite interesting, the entire premise of uh, the fact on which this question is based. So we are talking about movies here. We are actually talking about a very famous actor. So this actor kind of struggled with being famous and 
so what they did was they said you know what i'll take control of my life because as a famous actor people would keep approaching them oh i have a movie for you i have a role for you and uh, their agents and their managers everyone would keep telling them oh you should do this you should do that this is best for your career what this person said was you know i'm not going to play this game he fired his agent and manager and what this person did after that was even more bizarre they set up a toll free number it wasn't published anywhere but it was more word of mouth in hollywood yes hollywood that if you want to reach this actor you have to call this toll free number and then you will reach a voicemail where this actor would say you have reached me whatever message that you have please leave it after the beep and as i said this actor did not want to be pestered with these things so every once in a few days at times few weeks or even a month he would just pick up the phone and go through some of the messages which have come in now because of this and because of other such uh, you know uh, such reticence about taking up uh, roles of about talking to people this actor lost out on a whole lot of big roles now i'll just tell you some of the roles which this actor was considered for but lost out for different reasons and one of the reasons as i said is the fact that you can't reach him so he was considered for han solo in star wars he was considered for tom cruise's character in rain man he was considered for batman the one michael keaton did he was one of the people who was thought for he was uh, considered for denzel washington's role in philadelphia he was considered for forest gump's role in forest gump he was considered for the role of buzz lightyear in toy story he was considered for the role of johnny depp in charlie and the chocolate factory and the list goes on in fact the place where i found all of this info has an article which came out in two pieces and they have done a list of how did this person lose this role who caught it and what was the story behind it so there are like at least 40 to 50 major roles that this person has lost just because this person did not want to play the game can you tell me who this actor is so my first Uh, guess before you gave me the list was Marlon Brando mm-hmm. but uh, he doesn't fit the timeline and yes. the kind of roles that you've just described mm-hmm. um so what i would want you to look into is the fact that okay when you say brando brando sounds like too serious of a person who you know right. respects their privacy and does not want anyone but this person is more mm-hmm. like in a very calm composed way like you know what i'm going to sit here i'm going to enjoy myself i don't want anyone to bother me so he'll just fire anyone and he'll sit and aram se enjoy himself is that kind of sort of lackadaisical approach towards his work about his life which is what led to this so yeah if you could work with that is it uh, is it keanu reeves No, okay. Again, a good guess. Again, he is sort of a reticent person. Uh, usually, a comedic actor, but is known for people know that he can pull off these characters. Which is why, as you said, some of the characters in the list are very serious. Like even Batman, which hmm. is bizarre, but people know that he has the range. Usually, in a very light-hearted comedic sort of a role, is what you would see him. This person in. And after I tell you the name, you would know like, ha, that person could possibly do this. The other name that came to mind was Matthew McConaughey, but I think he is probably, uh, you know, later than this person. Yeah, yeah. So this kind of person would not be on social media. I don't think he's on social media. Right. 
you can take a couple of cracks otherwise i'll give it to you uh, i'll tell you the answer because to be honest there is not much to play here with yeah but i have a feeling that when you give me the answer i'm going to you know myself <laughs> so this actor has been around for a long time i think this might be his fifth decade of acting yeah as i said han solo so he was doing movies in 70s also he's still around he still has a movie coming out you know this year maybe sometime after the pandemic eases out or things like that anthony hopkins good guess but no okay, well, also anthony hopkins is on social media he he puts up videos yeah, of his cat yeah, and plays piano yeah yeah <laughs> No I think I'll, I'll give Okay I'll answer. give it to you uh, give you the answer the answer was Bill Murray Oh from Murray, Ghostbusters yes. Bill Murray so Bill Murray yes, along yes, t- fits the bill He fits the bill <laughs> Yes <laughs> So a long time back he got tired with different people approaching him Bill Murray do this movie Bill Murray this movie is amazing for you and he said you know what I'm not going to play the game there is a actual toll free number which goes 1800 followed by number and Apparently people didn't know this but Hollywood word spread and a whole lot of people kept calling there were some who actually got through to Bill Murray after 6 months of trying that number because one day Bill Murray would just pick up the phone and there have been a whole lot of people who have no idea as to where this person is and as i said he ends up working with the same people all over again so those people know how to get to him whereas the others possibly right. do not know how to get through to him but yes that was <laughs> the incredible story of a man trying to keep their space in today's world which i thought was really interesting right yeah yeah it is it is nice nice one there okay yes so let me ask you the next question yes uh and this is from the world of food mm-hmm. and um, so with the with the caveat for you know all these food related questions that this could be apocryphal i don't think uh, it is this definitely a legend around this mm-hmm. um so for akbar uh this particular dish was an extension of his thought process of a united kingdom where people you know stayed in harmony mm-hmm. um akbar is said to be a staunch vegetarian Uh, and this particular dish was his favorite one mm-hmm. not only you know for its unique taste but also the flavor integration that you know the dish had mm. so which dish am i talking about so we're talking about akbar and the idea of different tastes and flavors possibly textures even going well together the first thing that comes to mind is or maybe it's because i've been missing bombay is chaat you know you have bel puri you <laughs> okay. have uh, anar in there you have uh, your kacha mango in there and a whole lot of flavors coming in is it on that uh, line no it is not it is not the chaat it is not the chaat <laughs> okay actually i don't even know if chaat existed during those times i don't know where I it know, came I know, from i i i doubt if uh, you know it was there in during his time uh could it be something like a khichdi but i think khichdi uh, is much more older Hmm. Kichdi would have been much more I think with basic two grains I mean with pulses and rice. Right. Kichdi would yeah, have been much yeah. much older that way. Hmm. Yeah, so this is not something which originated uh in Akbar's time. This would have been around. This was his, you know, favorite because he thought this was like, you know, this signified or was uh, a symbol of how uh he wanted, you know, his kingdom to be run as. Hmm. 
And it is okay, not Navratan is... Korma, by the way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that could have been one. Uh, is it uh, specific to a place? So, you know, like how we have uh, a place's name before the food item. I don't know, like a Hyderabadi biryani. Is this specific to a place? Uh, no, no. So, it's a no, more generic no. it's dish. It's not specific then. to a place. It's a generic uh, dish. I think it's again, it again falls in the know it or you don't know it category. Hmm. But I thought it was good, interesting piece of trivia to know. I'm thinking again a pulav kind of a thing because a pulav could have a lot of ingredients in it. Vegetables and even, you know, dry fruits if you want. So, possibly a pulav? Not, not, not pulav or biryani, but something which uh, I've seen being served with pulav in hotels. Right? Raita? Okay, not raita. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was like, maybe that's what Shainshah Akbar thought. <laughs> that's what our nation will be forever in. Raita. Hmm, interesting. I'm thinking, what could it be? Maybe some sort of a salad, maybe some sort of a gravy. Of, yeah. 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 Of a dish. Yeah. Almost there. You're almost there. Hmm. And he's a vegetarian. So, yes. on those lines, would you give me a hint or uh, you don't nudge me towards the answer? You almost gave me the answer just now. The salan or the dal? No, the salan. Yeah. Salan, yes. Yeah. Mirchi? Yeah. Mirchi ka salan. Is the salan? Mirchi ka salan is, yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Mirchi ka salan is the one. <laughs> wow. So, so, that's what he... Uh, so, he it was his... It was his favorite dish because he thought there was this, you know, unique flavor integration, uh, you know, that was there. And uh-huh. supposed to be similar to his concept of Dine Ilahi, you know, where he's picking yeah. the best from different religions and all of that. So, Mirchi Ka Salan was supposed to be the food equivalent <laughs> of, you know, that thought process for him. <laughs> that is that is something new that I've learned today and I want some Mirchi Ka Salan now. <laughs> Alright, so Harish, I'll quickly go through the next question and then you have your final question after which we have the audience question. And the next question has been in the news quite recently, recent-ish. And uh, I'm sure you would have uh, heard of it in some form or the other. But I thought the backstory was quite interesting. So the American president, they sit in the White House in the Oval Office and then there is this beautiful desk on which they sit. So the desk goes by two different names. They call it the Resolute Desk or the Hayes Desk. They call it the Hayes Desk, H-A-Y-E-S. Because Queen Victoria gave it to Rutherford B. Hayes in 1880, the president of America then, Rutherford B. Hayes. Hence, it is called Hayes Desk. Or the other name for this desk is Resolute Desk. Because the desk was made, was built from oak timbers of the British Arctic exploration ship HMS Resolute. So that's the story of this desk. It's a beautiful piece of work. There's a lot of engraving on it and it has been in the White House for the last 140 years. There was a time when it was kept in the storeroom but Jackie Kennedy saw it and thought, you know what, we should bring it out. It's a really good desk and that's how it came back. It was used for different purposes until they settled on it as the presidential desk. Now, during George W. Bush's the seconds, uh, the junior's presidency, a change was brought to the desk. A tiny red button 
was installed on the desk. So the idea was you press this button and a bell would go off in some part of the White House. And depending upon what the president needed, they would get in touch with people. So George Bush used to call his aide. So that was his uh, alarm of sorts, like a ring. You press the button and an aide would come and a whole different people depending upon a whole different president, depending upon their preferences, use the button for different things. Can you tell me, what did Donald Trump use this button for? Uh, to get his uh, McDonald's hamburger. Very close, very close. Very, very close. Or, <laughs> or, or French fries. <laughs> what else is there in a Happy Meal? Uh, Coke. To get Coke. Yes, Diet Coke. So he used to have yes. apparently 12 of the, those every day. And uh, he used to press the button and someone would come on a silver tray carrying a Diet Coke. And in fact, it is said that on one occasion, when there were journalists in the room, he told everyone, told the reporter that, you know what, everyone thinks this is a nuclear button. And Trump used to press <laughs> it with all seriousness and ask for Diet Coke. That was absolutely correct. <laughs> nice, nice one. Yeah. yeah, so let me go to the last question from my side. Again, um, you know, a bit of uh, head of state and president kind of, uh, you know, area for uh, my last question yes. as well. So, according to an article uh, which quotes a July 16, 1955 article from the Times of India. July 16th, 1955 okay. article from Times of India. Okay. Uh, so, I'll, I'll give you the quote. It says, in fact, the president himself confessed that he had acted unconstitutionally as mm -hmm. he had decided something. Uh, and it goes on to say, without any recommendation or advice from my prime minister or the cabinet. So mm. this is what the president is said to have uh, confessed, that he actually acted unconstitutionally, uh, you know, because... There was, a, there was a certain process for whatever he had done mm. and he had not followed that process and had gone ahead with his uh, decision. Typically, he should have mm. actually you know, gone by the recommendation or advice from the Prime Minister or the Cabinet. So, what was this decision that he had taken in 1955? I think, was this in the news recently? So, we are talking March right now. So, was it in the news, say, February 2020? Or something which was similar in nature in news in Feb 2020? Similar, yes, definitely. Okay, so I think I heard something on similar lines. So 1955, the Prime Minister would be Jawaharlal Nehru and the President yes. would be Rajendra Prasad. Yeah, yeah, okay. So I think I am in the ballpark, but I don't know the details for sure. I think Rajendra Prasad inaugurated maybe a Jawaharlal Nehru Stadium or something else which was named after Jawaharlal Nehru and which he got a bit of flag for considering he was, you know, Nehru was the active Prime Minister and the President just inaugurating something in the name of the Prime Minister did not sit well because the President is supposed to be non-partisan and which is why Dr. Rajendra Prasad apologized for not going through the due process and which is... Something which was in the news recently because of what happened in Motera in Ahmedabad where the president of India inaugurated Narendra Modi Stadium. Am I on the right track? This is almost there, but this is not about naming of something. Okay. So they did something else which was... Uh, which Very similar. Yeah. It's, it's almost the same. It's almost the same that you just described, but it is something different. 
not naming of something okay uh did they participate or in in a event which was supposed in a rally which was uh, supposed to be nehru's rally and did they did the president participate in a rally or you no, know no. you way... are almost there with the you know mm. with the first part you almost there just that it's not about naming of something in fact something bigger i would say okay something bigger what could it be i uh president of india i'm at a loss of uh, ideas right now can you put me out of my misery <laughs> because i i think i am there but i don't know what it is yes you are there uh, so the answer that i was looking for was uh, pandit nehru being awarded the bharat ratna in 1955 yes aha yes 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 and uh, and the president uh, himself or herself uh, gives the award right i mean there is a committee yes, but yes, the but it is yeah but it is based on the advice or recommendation from the prime minister and uh, the cabinet uh, here he had you know gone ahead and rajendra prasad himself was a very tall leader so it was not like he was probably acting under mm-hmm. any pressure of <laughs> any sorts but yeah. uh, he genuinely i guess thought that pandit nehru deserved to be a bharat ratna and uh, went ahead with his uh, naming him yeah which in hindsight was possibly not the right thing to do for the president of the country <laughs> yeah, hindsight is always 2020 as it is <laughs> all right harish so this brings us to the end of the road this is where we stop the quizzing and we let our audience come in so the idea is you ask a question to the audience and uh, the audience can get in touch with us through all the social media channels they can get find us at the rate quiz time india twit on facebook and on instagram or uh, they can also get in touch with us at at the rate podcast studio 41 on twitter instagram facebook all these mediums and they can tell us what the answer is and we will pick some of the winners and announce them in the next episode so harish please ask us the audience question all right so this is not an exhaustive list but uh, what is common to these literary works uh, aranyak by vibhuti bhushan bandopadhyay uh, ganadevata by tarashankar bandopadhyay godan by premchand kamayani by jayashankar prasad agni veena by nazrul islam geetanjali by rabindranath tagore gnaneshwari by gnaneshwar this is not an exhaustive list but there is something common to all these literary works could you repeat the names once more for our audience yes aranyak by vibhuti bhushan bandopadhyay ganadevata by tarashankar bandopadhyay godan by premchand kamayani by jayashankar prasad agni veena by nazrul islam Gitanjali by Rabindranath Tagore Gnaneshwari by Gnaneshwar All right so that is the question and you send your answers as i mentioned to at the rate podcast studio 41 or at the rate quiz time india on facebook instagram and all such mediums and uh, harish thank you so much for doing this thank you so much for taking out the time for uh, sitting down and quizzing with us if our audience would like to get to know your work get to know your quizzes can you please tell us how do they approach you and your work where can they find you that will be i think that audience will really love that 
and especially tell them about the newsletter so i am a big fan of the newsletter <laughs> tell them about it <laughs> yeah so uh, my personal handle is bvhk those are my initials on uh, twitter so you can find me at uh, bvhk uh, on on uh, twitter i am also the co-founder of a company called choose to think uh, one of our products is uh simple interest uh, it's a quiz league uh, which is an uncomplicated you know quiz league where you get daily trivia questions for laps quizzers like me <laughs> and curious cats like aditya <laughs> and uh, we also have a, a weekly uh, uh, you know quizzing newsletter which we send out on on the weekend which is also a lot of uh, fun we have monthly you know prize connects on on uh, you know on, on the newsletter and there's some interesting dose of trivia that we also share in uh, you know curated which is our uh, month uh, our weekly newsletter for from simple interest all right so harish with that we bring the episode to end again thank you so much for taking out the time and this brings us to the end of the episode this was our episode with harish kumar Remember to follow the podcast wherever you are listening to us so that the next time an episode is out you'll get a notification Apple Podcast Spotify Gana or Savan Get in touch with us at @quiztimeindia on Instagram and Facebook you can also look us up at podcast studio 41 on Twitter Instagram and Facebook check out our other podcasts Finally once again if you liked what you just heard remember you can support us and keep this podcast running go to instamojo.com/@studio41 instamojo.com/@studio41 or go to paypal.me/studio41pod and donate whatever amount you like no amount is less and every penny is a big help to us that'll be all for today thank you so much for your time you can thank me for mine